Welcome to Workplace English Pod, a great way to improve your English on the go. Workplace English Pod is brought to you by Workplace English Training ePlatform, the Internet's largest business English resource for learners and teachers of business English. You can subscribe to Workplace English Training ePlatform at www.workplace-english-training.com and get access to podcast transcripts, study notes, interactive exercises, and thousands of additional resources in the training center. Explaining your company's organization. When you meet clients at the workplace or talk to people at presentations, meetings, and conferences, you may have to talk about your company. Apart from explaining how your company is organized, you should also be able to describe your company's operations. In this lesson, we will show you how to talk about your company and how to answer questions about your company. Two of the most important language points when talking about your company are the correct usage of verb tenses and the passive voice. You will need to use a variety of verb tenses to talk about the past, present, and future of your company. You'll also need to use the passive voice when talking about your company's organization and structure. You will now listen to a brief presentation that George makes about his company, which sells car accessories. George is making a presentation in which he needs to talk about his company. He is talking to a few representatives from a firm that is interested in doing business with his company, so it is important for George to make a good impression. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Car Boutique. I'm George, and I'm happy to give you a brief outline of the company's history and development today. The Car Boutique was established in 1998 by Leonard Jones and Harriet Leland. The first office was in Manchester and is still our head office. Over the last decade, the Car Boutique has set up offices in London, Geneva, Paris, Hong Kong, and Kuala Lumpur as well. By the end of 2009, we will set up offices in New York and Boston. The Car Boutique is well known throughout Europe and Asia as one of the pioneers in the car accessories market. We won the Best Design Award at the Europe Auto Fair this year for our new design of airbags. Later this month, we will release our newest version of high end sound systems for cars. The company is divided into seven departments, and we have our own design department and public relations department. We outsource our human resources and personnel management requirements, and also hire leading market consultants on a regular basis. We have more than 300 staff members across the world and are looking to hire another 50 employees over the next year to keep up with the demand for our products. I'll be happy to answer any questions that you may have. In this brief presentation, we see that George uses different verb tenses as well as the passive voice to describe his company. To begin with, He uses the simple present tense while welcoming his audience. Let's listen to that again. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Car Boutique. I'm George, and I'm happy to give you a brief outline of the company's history and development today. George then switches to the past simple tense to tell his listeners about the company's history. 
Let's listen again to how he does this. The car boutique was established in 1998 by Leonard Jones and Harriet Leland. The first office was in Manchester and is still our head office. Note that we almost always use the simple past tense with the passive voice to talk about when or where a company was established. We use the passive voice in such situations because it is not important for the listener to know who established the company. Here are a few more sentences which use the past simple tense passive voice. Listen and repeat the sentences after me. The company was set up in 1994. Our first office was opened in New York. Our company was established ten years ago. George uses the present perfect tense in his next sentence. He says, The present perfect tense uses the auxiliary verbs has. And have with the past participle of the main verb. It is used to describe an action that has recently been completed. The present perfect tense is used in the following sentences. Listen and repeat them after me. Over the last three months, we have set up offices in Paris and London. The company has won several awards in the last year. Since 2002, we have set up operations in five Asian countries, including China. George then uses the future simple tense to describe his company's plans. He says, "By the end of 2009, we will set up offices in New York and Boston." While talking about your company, it is a good idea to talk about the company's past achievements as well as its future plans. The auxiliary verb "will" is used to indicate the future tense. Listen to these sentences in the future tense. Practice repeating them after me. We will hire three new teams in the next quarter. By 2010, we will have offices in seven more cities around the world. We will review the market response to the new product in June. We will know by January if the new marketing campaign has been successful. George also uses the present simple tense to describe his company's present situation. He says, "The car boutique is well known throughout Europe and Asia as one of the pioneers in the car accessories market." We outsource our human resources and personnel management requirements. And also hire leading market consultants on a regular basis. We have more than 300 staff members across the world. 
The present simple tense is used to give factual information about your company, which is true at the moment. Listen and repeat these sentences. Our summer collection is the most popular in the market. The company employs 2,600 people in the UK. Our office in Berlin is our headquarters. We are currently the market leaders for small LCD screens. We have call centers in New Delhi and Mumbai. Paul Swanson is our CEO. Finally, George uses the passive voice again to talk about how his company is organized. He says, "The company is divided into seven departments, and we have our own design department and public relations department." George uses the passive voice with the present tense here. Note that we use the passive voice with the past tense to describe when or where a company was established, and we use the passive voice with the present tense. To talk about how a company is organized, now listen and repeat these sentences after me. The company is divided into six departments. The department is headed by three assistant vice presidents. The team is managed by a specialist in graphic design. Our offices are located in the city's business center. The design team is based in Paris. In the next dialogue. You will hear Carolyn, a project manager at an advertising firm, answering questions about her company. Carolyn has just given Anthony, a visiting client, a tour of her business premises. Thanks very much for showing me around today, Carolyn. I'm very impressed with everything. Thanks, Anthony. It was my pleasure. Is there anything else you'd like to know? Yes, I was wondering about your overseas branches, as you seem to have a lot of international clients. Yes, we do have several overseas clients at the moment. The company was established in 1983 in London and developed a local clientele. Our first overseas branch was opened in San Francisco in 1997. During the last decade, we've also set up offices in Berlin, Tokyo, Bangkok, and Mumbai. And do you recruit all your staff here in London? No, not everyone. We have local recruitment agencies in different branches. But we usually send out our training managers from the London office to wherever they are needed to ensure that we maintain the same standard of service in all our offices. That's impressive. I heard you had an office in Hong Kong as well. Or am I mistaken about that? Well, we've just finished setting it up. In fact, the Hong Kong branch is being inaugurated this Friday and will be operational by the end of the following week. Well, good luck with that. I also wanted to ask if you have specific departments that look after your overseas projects. 
Yes, we have two special divisions in the graphics design and training departments that are for overseas operations. Are they based here in London as well? The training departments are all based in London, but the head office for the international design team is based in San Francisco. Why is that? Well, about sixty percent of our clients are in the U.S., so it's easier for our graphic designers to travel around the country for on-site visits in the U.S. That makes sense. So, do they visit your offices in Asia and Europe when required? Sometimes, but we also have local design teams in every office. Well, thanks for the tour, Carolyn. It was very interesting. You're welcome. If there's nothing else, would you like to return to my office for some tea or coffee? That would be great. In this dialogue, Anthony asks different kinds of questions to get information about Carolyn's company. We'll now look at three different kinds of questions or question statements. Anthony's first question is a question statement, which is not phrased like a normal question. Let's listen to that again. I was wondering about your overseas branches. As you seem to have a lot of international clients, Anthony uses the phrase "I was wondering about" to let Carolyn know that he would like more information about her company's overseas clients. Phrases such as "I would like to know" and "Perhaps you could tell me" are used in sentences to politely request more information. They are especially useful at the start of a question and answer session. Here are a few more question statements. Listen and repeat them after me. I was wondering if you had an office in Europe. I'd just like to know a bit more about your operations here in Hong Kong. Perhaps you could tell us about some of your local clients here. Anthony then asks Carolyn a closed question. Closed questions need only yes or no answers. Let's listen to that again. And do you recruit all your staff here in London? No, not everyone. We have local recruitment agencies in different branches, but we usually send out our training managers from the London office to wherever they are needed to ensure that we maintain the same standard of service in all our offices. Although Anthony asks a closed question. Carolyn provides additional information to explain her negative response. This is generally expected by the person asking the question. By giving the other person a little more information than what they had asked for, you can show them that you are interested in what they are saying, and that you want to carry on the conversation. Here are a few more examples of closed questions and responses. Listen and repeat after me. Is this your largest branch? Yes, it is. It's also the oldest. It was established in 1987. Do you have a sales department here? No, we don't, but we have a sales and marketing office in Singapore. Have you had much success with your products in Hong Kong?
Yes, we have. Our sales in Hong Kong have grown 80% in the past year. You can also repeat words and phrases that the other person has used to let them know that you are actively listening to what they're saying. Let's see how Carolyn does this. I also wanted to ask if you have specific departments that look after your overseas projects. Yes, we have two special divisions in the graphics design and training departments that are for overseas operations. By repeating key words like department and overseas, Carolyn makes sure that her response sounds relevant to what Anthony has asked. Anthony goes on to ask an open question. Why is that? Well, about 60% of our clients are in the U.S., so it's easier for our graphic designers to travel around the country for on-site visits in the U.S. Open questions are very useful when you want more than just a yes or no answer. They force the other person to provide more information. Open questions usually start with question words such as why, where, who, what, and when. Here are a few more open questions with responses. Listen and repeat each sentence after me. Why don't you have a branch office in Tokyo? We don't have one because we have an agent in Japan. How is the company organized? It's divided into five departments. Production, Sales, Accounts, Customer Service, and Human Resources. When will the next version of your software be released? We expect to release version 7 at the end of the year. In this lesson, we looked at two ways of talking about your company's organization, giving a presentation and answering questions about your company. When giving a presentation, use the past, present, and future verb tenses to describe all aspects of your company. Use the past simple passive to talk about when or where your company was established, and use the present simple passive to explain how your company is organized and where it is located. When answering questions about your company, remember to actively listen to the questions and give brief but relevant answers. When asked closed questions, try to give more than just yes or no answers. Answer open questions as fully as possible. You can subscribe online at www.workplace-english-training.com.